0: Hello and welcome. My name is Ray, and I am the host of the Energy Medium Podcast, where I share stories and insights I've gained as a clairvoyant medium. In the episode description, you'll find additional resources for topics covered, read more about my clairvoyant encounters in my episode deep dives, and get in touch to send a topic request, ask a question, or share your story. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you enjoy it, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Energy Medium Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about three main ways to protect your energy. And spoiler alert, it doesn't have anything to do with crystals or sacred smoke. (laughs) We are powerful beings and we don't need to rely on outside sources, such as deities and crystals, to clear our environment of energy and to protect ourselves. That is like back in the old days. (laughs) We're ascending now. As the planet ascends, we ascend and we become more powerful. So how do we tap in to that power Protecting your energy is especially important. It's important for everyone, but it's especially important if you are a sensitive, an empath, a psychic, a medium, however you identify yourself within that subtle ener- energetic space. Protecting your energy is vital, it is key. And one of the reasons why it is so important is because if you're a sensitive or a psychic, you're like an energetic antenna and you are constantly attracting and receiving energetic information. Us sensitives, we walk around like wide open doors. (laughs) And even if you have really strong energetic boundaries, um, it can be very challenging, especially nowadays. It can be very challenging to protect your space, not take in energy that doesn't belong to you. Uh, It's kind of, you know, it kind of comes with the territory. It absolutely does. When you're a sensitive, you absolutely take on other people's energy. And again, it might not seem like a gift because a lot of times energy can be extremely chaotic, extremely frazzling. It can be scary it can be painful. And when I started to tap into this more and more, especially when I was first learning how to be a good receiver and a good translator, sometimes I didn't even know like what's mine and what isn't. And sometimes I'd wake up and be in a bad mood or feel very sad or feel like something was wrong. Something was urgent, and I didn't quite know where it was coming from, and I couldn't quite tell if it was mine. Like, is this this something that's going on with me, or is this something that's going on with someone who's close to me in my circle? And we have to know, we have to be able to differentiate and know what's coming from within us and what's coming from outside of us. In my opinion, the number one way that we can protect our energy, is to get grounded. Get grounded within your own energy, within your own body, and with your own emotions. This is absolutely key. If you are not grounded within your physical body and your emotional body, and you're not even aware of how you're feeling, um, getting mixed signals is going to happen to you all the time. And Again, getting mixed signals or mixing up signals, is this mine? Is this theirs? Is a way that we become frazzled, anxious, chaotic. A lot of sensitives are prone to chaos because you're, again, you're just this receiver. You're just taking in, taking in, taking in. So how do we deal with that? And I believe the number one way to deal with that is to get grounded. There are so many ways to get grounded. <laughs> There's so many grounding exercises, meditations to ground yourself, mantras you can say, you know, walking around barefoot, even doing things like light stretching, yoga, exercise, feeling into your body, feeling into your your space can be very grounding. So you've got to just find what works for you. But I will say that once you find what works for you, you have to commit to it, and you have to commit to it daily, sometimes multiple times throughout the day. So getting grounded isn't just like a habit that we do every day. It's it's a ritual. It's a sacred ritual that you commit yourself to. Because if we don't commit ourselves to being grounded, we are no longer in power of our energy. We are just basically energetic victims of whatever it is that's around us that wants to come in and penetrate our energy field. Grounding exercises don't have to take a lot of time and they don't have to be, you know, super elaborate. They can be very, very simple. And in fact, they should be very simple. That way they're easy to commit to, But also, the less you do, the better. Because becoming grounded is all about receiving and feeling. So while you are doing a grounding exercise, you are asking to receive the grounding energy from the earth, but you're also feeling into your body, specifically the lower aspects of your core, like your energetic core. So we have a very powerful energy system that sits within basically the abdomen, the lower abdomen. You may have heard this term, the lower dantian or even the hara center. It's also called the sea of chi. So we're feeling into this center because this is the center of power. And again, when we are ungrounded, we are not connected to our center. We are outside the center. So we are tapping back into this energy system that lives and exists within us. The easiest way that I found to do this, the way that works for me, is to simply do belly breathing. And belly breathing with intention and mantra So one of my grounding rituals is to every morning take a few minutes, 10 to 20 minutes to sit and connect and breathe and feel into myself and feel into my body and feel into that lower energy center. And I observe, I observe and I feel, and I ask myself, is this a new feeling that wasn't here yesterday? Is this a continual feeling or emotion that I have on a daily basis? Also to physical pain and discomfort play into being grounded or ungrounded. I personally have a lot of physical pain within my lower abdomen, but it's important to know if you're having physical pain anywhere in your body and if it's a constant thing or if it comes and goes. Grounding exercises, again, they're not about like doing things. They're not about changing things or fixing things. So you are simply just observing and taking mental note of what it is that you're feeling, what it is you're experiencing. And by keeping tabs of our own feelings and our own physical states of being, we now become more aware of what belongs to us and what doesn't. And that way, when something energetically comes in to our space and to our body, we now know this isn't mine. This belongs to some something else. And we are then able to dismiss it and not take it in as something that belongs to us, uh, as something of our own. So being grounded is the number one way that we can protect our energy. Another way to protect our energy is through balance. Balance is very challenging. It's probably more challenging than being grounded because balance requires us to take action. So what do I mean by balance? Let's just start with something simple and something that affects me personally. So I like love coffee. I just it is the love of my life and it always will be. But as I became more sensitive, I started to realize that when I drank coffee, my nervous system and my energy systems were just out of whack. Like I was way too stimulated, couldn't sleep, couldn't focus. Caffeine and food and other substance, they can become a huge energetic sabotage if you're not careful and you don't balance them out. So if you're drinking too much alcohol, you're going to notice the effects of the alcohol. If you're drinking too much coffee, you're going to notice those effects. If you're eating too much sugar, you're going to start to experience the negative effects of sugar. So I'm not saying you have to like cut these things out completely, but you do want to minimize them and you want to consume them as little as possible, especially if you're a sensitive. If you are an energetic sensitive, you are going to take on the energy of the food you eat, you absolutely are. And they can be a huge, huge factor in causing you to not be able to stay grounded, keep your vitality, sleep well. They can cause significant changes within your mood and within your mental state. They are very, very powerful drugs. They really are. And we have to treat them like that Because our bodies are not designed to be stimulated all the time. We're not designed to drink alcohol all the time or eat sugar all the time. It causes a huge energetic strain and demand on our physiology to consume these things day in and day out. Creating balance is key. It's also important that we create balance within our social lives, within our work lives, within our technology lives, our social media lives. We need balance when it comes to receiving information. So one of the things I have found that has affected me, especially over the course of My spiritual journey and my spiritual awakening was trying to find information on the human aura, on the chakra points. Every time I Googled something about the aura or found a YouTube video about chakras or energy points, I always came across the same information. A lot of blogs and media articles and YouTube videos they just repeat the information that's already out there and available on the first page of Google. And it causes this narrowing of the information that we are given and the information that we ingest. So how we feed our self-knowledge and the information we consume is another thing that we need to create balance around. When's the last time you read a book? you know, one of the things I had to do was Google where my local library was and go in there and look for books that were of interest to me, books on astrology, books on Eastern medicine. These books contain so much more information that I've ever been able to find on the internet. And it really has helped me to expand my energetic vocabulary And actually learn something and not just get these vague and general, very abstract theories about things like the aura, things like our chakras, you know, things that are complicated and full of detail and information. Things like astrology, when we learn, like actually learn something, especially if it's something that you're interested in and something that you're passionate about you become more powerful, you become more understanding and you start to become more of a master of that art or that trade. So when it comes to receiving information, I think it's very important to balance where it's coming from. If we don't utilize the resources or the knowledge that is truly available to us, we become kind of blindsided and becoming blindsided And constantly consuming, you know, a westernized view of knowledge and information, especially when it comes to these more esoteric topics, such as spirituality and energy, we've got to go back to those roots. And those roots, they exist in books. They don't exist on the internet. A good way to protect your energy is to play devil's advocate, to not agree, you know, with everything that you're told and to make the decision for yourself to do some critical thinking, to do some self-exploration, especially when it comes to spirituality. There are a lot of very negative, dark, and twisted stories and theories out there that if you're not careful, a lot of people who are very new to the spirituality game they quickly find themselves getting caught into these these narratives because fear is a very powerful manipulator and fear is also a very tricky factor when it comes to protecting your energy because fear can take over you and fear can cause you to lose your mind and to fall victim to these consuming narratives that are just they're not true. Protect your energy by finding balance in what you consume, whether it's food, whether it's information, media, Netflix. We have control over what it is we get to consume, and the more we step into that power, the more capable we become of protecting our space. So that brings me to the final point that I wanted to cover today is protecting our space, owning your space. We need to own our environment and we need to penetrate our environment. Everything that surrounds you is yours and it is a part of you and we need to treat it that way because the more we solidify ourselves into our surroundings, And become a part of our surrounding, a part of our environment, the more protected and the more powerful we feel. So what I mean by this is everything you own, everything you touch, everything that surrounds you is a part of your energy field. They're an extension of who we are. So I'm not saying that you need to buy brand new furniture and own the next best thing. We just simply need to care for what we have. We need to keep up on our space and we need to keep up on what we own and what we take into our space. Everything that I own, things that I have in my apartment, the books I hold on to, the artwork I have, it is all for a purpose. I use the things that I own as a way to remind myself who I am and what I want. And I take care of my things. I don't have the nicest things by any means, but I take care of what I have because it's important to me. So if you're finding yourself a little frazzled and anxious, and maybe you feel a little chaotic, take a look at your space. Does your space reflect that? Oftentimes it will. And quite often when we just clean up our space and get rid of things or move things around, make things more aesthetically appealing to us, put a new piece of artwork on the wall, whatever it is, we reconnect to our space again. And we feel more of a sense of ownership when it comes to what we have around us and what we allow around us. Creating a daily ritual to ground yourself, creating balance, And creating a sense of ownership within your space and your environment are key ways to protect yourself, protect your energy, and step into your power. All right, you guys, definitely check out the episode description box. I've got a little episode deep dive link for you in there if you want to read more into grounding exercises and how to create balance. Also, if you guys have a story you want to share or a topic request, definitely reach out to me. There's a link where you can reach me in the episode description. And also you can find me on Instagram at energy medium. And with that, I'll see you guys in the next one.